Uh, this is the third time I am attending Omole. So the first time was a bit slow. It kept picking up, and now uh, we're here, and it's it's we're doing really well. Um, before Omole, so before Motive. I would I would do uh, online sales. I have an online store, uh, Bonnet Culture on Instagram, Facebook. Before the sales were not that. I mean, there's a lot happening online, so it's, it's I mean the space is really crowded. But with the visit with with Omole, so I've gotten visibility, uh, brand awareness, uh, brand visibility. Excited about being on the Omole so online because it uh, helps me helps us have audience from people not only in Uganda or but also in East Africa and also internationally. Been really a, a platform for us to be known by the people and to know what we do. Um, this is my second time being on the Moreso and it has been very interactive. You know, you get to interact with different makers, different uh, creative people who are doing really great stuff. So it's really given us a platform for people to know our product and also to interact with different makers. From the Innovation Village, this is episode 21 of my Village Podcast produced through the Next Wave program under the Young Africa Works strategy in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation. And I'm your host, Pauline Achanowin. E-commerce, that is the buying and selling of goods and services via the internet, continues to grow in Uganda thanks to mobile money and most recently, movement restrictions that came with covid in early 2020 that left most people with no option but shop for food, house appliances and so many other services online and have them delivered at home. Online social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp have also seen an increase in use by business owners in Uganda, especially for those who can't afford building online shops and websites to display and market their products. Motif Uganda, under the Innovation Village, realized the market gaps and launched Omoleso, a monthly open vendors market for creatives and makers. Via Omoleso, makers have a chance to showcase and sell their products. Recently, at the monthly vendors market at the Motif premises, Omoleso.Africa online platform or shop was launched to tap into virtual markets beyond Uganda. The physical markets were also extended outside Kampala and launched in Gulu and Jinja. In today's podcast, Nicholas Spencer, marketplace lead at Motif Uganda, and Silas Biakutaga, the product development manager, tells us about why Omoleso is the next big thing. I also had a chance to talk to Joseph A. Odele, the DHL country manager, and Andrew of BIE Creations, one of the popular vendors at the show. Nicholas, tell me, how did Omoleso come about? Um, I'm Nicholas Spencer. Uh, I'm the marketplace lead at Motive. Um, and Omoleso is an initiative that grew out of an idea that we had as a team for how do we engage more makers and create more market access opportunities for makers. So in January of this year, we held a, a small, uh, at that point we were calling it uh, our product open house. Um, we 
invested very little money or anything into in into that day um, put it out a little bit of marketing not much um, but had about 20 different businesses sign up and actually come through for the day and showcased to just us as a team uh, their products um, but we knew we had something because we had scheduled people to come in and um, and showcase their products for certain amounts of time. But what we found was people came and set up and stayed for the day. And so folks from motive offices were moving in and out and making a few pro- you know purchases. And and we saw it and we said we have something big here. Uh, we have something we can grow. So in February of this year, we kind of launched it properly as a market. Um, and that first event, we had about uh, 40 businesses show up for the event. Um, a lot of customers coming in and out, enjoying, having a good time. Um, and we, we saw we had a really good uh, event going. And since then, it's just been growing every month. And, and this month, obviously, we're launching in three cities the physical event, Gulu, Jinja, and Kampala. Um, and then shifting online to uh, Omoleso.Africa, which will be our new online platform. Um, and so for us, Omoleso, it's like the word, uh, you know, means exhibition in Luganda. So for us, it's, it's about creating that space for the makers to be able to showcase their products and uh, connect with people who will appreciate those products. Customers, fellow makers, uh, and create uh, one central hub uh, for makers to showcase their products. Um, so for us, you know, we say Africa uh, for makers, by makers, um, because at, at, at the heart of who we are here at Motive is a group of makers who are just trying to, to help those within the creative sector uh, grow their businesses. Um, and so, yeah, Omoleso is just that. It's a space, uh, and people can make with it of what they want. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a market space, um, but, you know, we encourage vendors to come, sign up, and, and really leverage the platform to be able to connect with their customers um, and, and create their businesses um you know we're trying to make it as low cost as possible so that it's accessible to everyone um and they they aren't having to deal with a lot of bureaucracy or different things we want to create a frictionless environment in which the 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 makers can come they they connect with their customers uh, they sell their products they cultivate their own customer base and and then we as motive just are, are are creating that space Following restrictions in movement and sales brought on by curfew to contain the spread of COVID, most businesses have been capitalizing on sales online. Why did you find it necessary to still run the end-of-month physical market as opposed to focusing and growing your online presence as a market space? Yeah, so, um, you know, as a team, you know, we launched uh, the Motive Marketplace on uh, a subdomain of our website, shop.motiveug.org, in July of last year. And, you know, through... July to the end of 2020, you know, it was a hustle trying to get vendors onto the marketplace. And so we were, um, you know, we were working to, to get people onto the marketplace and trying to identify vendors through whatever means we could. So we said, you know, let's put out an open call. Let's see what happens when we will hold an open house and have people come. Cause the idea was we would get them onto our marketplace. Um, and, and after the first one, like I said, we knew we had something bigger. Um, and so we said, we wanted to create a brand around it. Um, and so we sat as a team 
and my colleague, I, I wish I could take credit for the name, but I can't. My colleague, uh, Eugene, our community lead, was the one who came up with the name. Um, and it's just been, it's just been, it's grown because I think at Motive, we haven't tried to, to say what it is. Um, we've let the makers kind of define what the space looks like. Um, we're just providing the space. So we, we haven't put really limits on, on what people can sell. Uh, we've had it, people show up selling compressed earth bricks. We've had a safari company come selling safaris. And then we've had you know, like normal craft things, uh, people selling coffees and juices. Like because we've left it so open-ended we're just letting the community curate and and decide you know what it what it is um and so i guess to your question of why um it's for us our why is is creating access and creating opportunity so omoleso for us is 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 opportunity for our our makers what does your setup look like at the physical market days what happens is, um, you know, I've been telling the marketing team that like um, Omoleso is, is a vibe more than it is anything else. So, you know, we create the space, we, we set up tables, uh, we invite vendors to come and sell, um, and then we kind of create the mood. So there's music playing, there's, you know, there's drinks, there's food, there's just good energy throughout the day. Uh, you know, the vendors, the energy of the vendors, like it, it's contagious, like they feed off of each other the customers come in and they they have all of these different things that they can go and see and interact with um, the last two we've had a comedy show uh, this month we're going to be having music performances in Kambala and Jinjin and Kulu um, and that's the other thing that's really great about it is I'm really excited to see what comes from the different spaces like the Jinja Omoleso will be so different than the Kampala Omoleso, and the Gulu Omoleso will be so different from the Jinja Omoleso. Like there, there's space for each region to put their own stamp on it and say, "This is what Omoleso Jinja is. This is the vibe of Omoleso Jinja." Um, and so, you know, for for us, we just want to create that space and create that vibe for uh, for our customers. And um, and yeah, so. I, I think to sum it up, if, if you come to Omoleso, what you'll have is, is the opportunity to buy really good products, eat really good food, and have lots of fun. Silas Biakutaga, you're the product development manager at Motive. You launched the online shop Omoleso.Africa. What opportunities does this hold for Ugandan creatives? So the opportunity for Omoleso.Africa is basically to increase the market, to give people an opportunity to, to reach a wider market. Someone in South Africa, in the UK, in the US can just log onto the, onto the platform and see what a creative in Uganda is doing. If they're interested and they want to buy, they can make the purchase. And then we're partnering with, uh, we're looking at potential partnerships with DHL to see how we can ship that product to them. So in general, in a nutshell, it's just putting the Ugandan makers, the Ugandan designers, um, products on on a global market for them to be able to compete not just locally but internationally as well and how many vendors are you targeting um we're targeting a thousand vendors if possible um it's not it's not going to be easy um we're also trying to control the quality and and push and push the vendors to make sure the quality is up to standard the quality of their products so that's our target at least 1000 vendors um, uh, we're up to about over 50 right now, but we're trying to see 
even people who can just begin, people who have got that idea burning and want to push them to encourage and try make something, start to produce. So that's what Motive is there for. And uh, yeah, or more or less as well. Nick, what does your partnership with the vendors look like and what does it entail? Um, going online this weekend means uh, taking what we've done in the, in the physical world and putting it online. So uh, each, you know, when people go to the website and they see what we've done, they will see that, uh, you know, each vendor has their own shop under the website, right? And so for us, we, we thought about how do we take the table that you have as a vendor and we put it online. So, again, it's what do the vendors make of it? Um, you know, uh, we're pushing the vendors, making sure their profiles are looking nice, that they've done all the work to, to make it look nice. Um, but they get to do with it whatever they want to do, um, you know, obviously within the bounds of what the, what the website will allow. Um, but, you know, they get to put up what products they want. They set their own prices. If, if a vendor wants to have a sale on one of their products, they can have a sale on one of their products. They get to communicate directly with, uh, with the customers so they can take custom orders. Like it's, it's completely their space. Um, and um, so because of that, you know, we're trying to, to take that same vibe we've created in the, in the physical world and moving online. And I'm really excited to see, um, you know, see what the vendors are making of it. We've already had uh, a number of vendors who've been coming to our events, uh, already create profiles on there. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see what they're doing with it and how the, the, what the uptake is. Um, but, you know, I really know that it's one of those things that as, as people go on and they start really leveraging the platform, um, they'll be able to, you know, it, it'll be that sort of thing where, you know, progress from one vendor will beget progress from another vendor. So, um, you know, it's exciting for us um, to see what, you know, Motive serves creatives. And, you know, it, in working with creatives, I know they hate nothing more than being put in a box and said you have to do something a certain way. So we're trying to create a space that is as much of a blank canvas for them as humanly possible so they can be as creative with their space as they want to be and create a, a compelling product for their customers. And how do interested vendors sign up? Sure. It, it, it's super, super simple. Uh, you go to uh, Africa. Uh, you click on login or register in the upper right-hand corner of the website. You register as a vendor, um, and you have it. You have your shop. You upload your products. You put your logo on there. You know, write a biography about who you are as a vendor. Um, and then for that space, you pay Motive um, fifteen thousand per month for the space. And then we have a four percent revenue share to be able to cover our costs. So as as they increase, you know, their as they increase their sales, obviously that that bit of money will be a bit more. But um, you know, um, that's it. They just come, sign up, and then you know we and then they take it from there. As motive, we we're just providing that space, so we're trying to keep the cost as low as possible uh, to ensure that um, to ensure that they um, that they they make the vast majority of the money as as the vendor. Silas talked of opening Ugandan makers to global markets uh, through Africa. Do you also have plans to extend the physical markets outside Uganda too? I believe that we can build the largest makers market um, in East Africa. And that's what our goal is. Uh, so I see Omolesso, the physical event, happening in cities 
all over Uganda, um, happening in cities outside of Uganda, um, whether it's Kenya or Kigali or Tanzania. Um, you know, we want to take it. We want to take it out. You know, that's why it's Omoleso dot Africa. We're not just thinking about Uganda. We're thinking about the continent. So we we see being able to have vendors on the platform from from all over Africa, and what we also see is being able to create uh, pathways for our vendors uh, to be able to sell their products, not just to people on the continent of Africa, but also to open up export markets, whether it's the EU, whether it's the UK, the US, Asian markets, Canada, wherever it may be, we're we're actively today working on laying the framework and building the foundation to be able to allow vendors to grow global brands. Um, you know, we, we, we are already talking with some of the largest logistics firms in, in the world to be able to partner with us, to be able to, to help those vendors connect uh, to customers all over the world. Because even now, you know, we have, we have vendors on, uh, who come to Omalesa and who will be on the platform who have sales uh, from customers in the UK. Um, and so we want to be able to help them connect to those customers. Um, so yeah, in five years, we see building a, a base of, of, of creatives and makers uh, in East Africa who can connect any customer anywhere in the world. Market expansion relies on ease in product delivery. Silas Biakutaga mentioned DHL, a world-renowned courier service, as one of the partners Motif is seeking partnership with. Joseph A. Odele, the DHL country manager, had this to say about the importance of good service delivery when I caught up with him at the Omoleso. Globally, we deliver all over the world, and uh, most buyers across the world are usually concerned on how they will get their shipment delivered or their product delivered if they purchase online. So DHL has come to place to stand in position of fulfillment to ensure that any order that is purchased on the platform can get to the customers globally, uh, either locally or internationally within two to three days. So that is the role. And also to give confidence to supplier, to customers basically, that they will receive their goods. The credibility of DHL in combination with Omleso, we give the customers uh, or buyers on the platform peace of mind. Joseph, DHL is a big market player internationally. What are your thoughts on e-commerce in Uganda? E-commerce, e-commerce in Uganda is uh, just upcoming. Uh, the level of internet penetration in Uganda, as we talk today, is just about 29%, which means we still have a long way to go. So e-commerce in Uganda is actually the way to go. Come looking at the lockdown everywhere. People want access to goods. People want access to services. People want to continue their life. But the pandemic has not allowed us to actually do that physically. The easiest way to do that now is to buy things on the platforms and get assurance that these things will be delivered to you. And that is the rule of DHL to ensure that whatever has been ordered, whatever has been booked online, is delivered directly to the customer at the point of need in a very good speed. What are your thoughts on the goods you have seen on display? And what do you think is the potential of Africa globally? Yes, the products we have here, uh, most of them are of international standard. A couple, of, a couple of them needs to, in terms of branding, we need to enhance the branding because we are going to compete with the rest of the world. In the international space, competition is about the rest of the world, not with Ugandans. So we want to see enhancement in terms of branding. The quality of goods are good. But branding needs to be actually to be enhanced so that people internationally can have interest in buying more and really 
enjoy the service itself. I did some shopping and one of the vendors that stood out for me was Andrew of BIA Creations. On his table he had household products like table mats, fruit holders, bottle holders, all made out of banana fibers. We talked briefly about his work and partnership with Omoleso. Uh, my name is Andrew and uh, I'm the team leader at VI Creations. Um, uh, at VI Creations we make home and office um, crafts or call them crafts or products from banana fibers as we work and train and empower young people and women. Yeah, that's, that's us briefly. Your products are really beautiful. Thank you. What has been your inspiration and how long have you been in operation? Hmm, well, that's a long story. <laughs> but it's, it's been seven years of working with banana fibers. Uh, along the way, we started with one particular piece um, uh, that we were making for a certain group of people, the nativity or the Christmas story. Then we kept on developing one product at a time. Uh, of course, clients give us ideas. Someone uh, sends a picture and they're like, yeah, I want something like this. I saw it on Pinterest. I want it. So we create it in our materials and enhance it. So that's how we've grown from one product to a catalog of about 45 right now. Your experience at Omoleso? Okay. Um, uh, for starters, the, the exhibition, the Omoleso exhibition is a great idea for us as artisans but everyone i mean people are are dealing in foods and 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 beverages but as artisans it's a good space to be i mean for starters it's free who does that so it's a good place to be we've made sales this is our second time here the first time we made sales today we've already made sales and it's just starting Uh, but above all the connections i mean with other artisans to just come together and share ideas see what other guys are doing and step up where you're sort of joking. So that kind of thing, it's a good platform. Then the market space, of course, when when it was shared with me, I was like, okay, we have to be here, and we are working on joining the market space as well. You have said Omoleso for you is a place to exchange ideas and seeing areas that need improvement based on the competition. What changes have you made ever since your first exhibition? I met some guy, he told me about plastics, he actually recycles plastics, he works with plastic. So I thought we can incorporate real plastic, because yes we are working with banana fibers and it's about eco-friendliness, we are about the environment, but we can incorporate plastics in what we do, to recycle plastic. So that's something we are working on, we are really giving it thought and researching about it. That has been an idea from the Omoleso. Motif Uganda is a makerspace for artisans and creatives in metalwork, woodwork, textile, among others. With Omoleso, the makers have a chance to showcase and sell their products, not only in Uganda, but also worldwide. For more information, log on to omoleso.africa. From the Innovation Village, this podcast is produced through the Next Wave program under the Young Africa Work Strategy in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation. And I'm your host, Pauline Achanawin.